is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline. And for the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about meals. One of the M's that I love to talk about. We're going to talk about how and why I do imperfect eating or the five P's. Um, you know, I used to really, really struggle with food and with my body and with eating and with energy and just even knowing how to eat. Like, I, I just didn't know in my, I would say in my 20s, when you're an adult, you've graduated from college and you're living on your own. There's so many things that I just, I just didn't know how to eat. Okay. And then I would get to a point where I'd be like, okay, cool. Let me like track calories. Like that'll help me figure this out. And um, it turns out if you're eating a bunch of 100 calorie pack of crackers, uh, just all of this like processed carbs, even if you're tracking calories, it, it doesn't feel good. You'll be very hungry if you're just eating crackers all day. But I go back, going back to like my mid twenties, like I had no idea what protein was. I had no idea what protein fats or carbs were. Um, like just no clue. And so even if I did try to eat healthy, um, it was either the the tracking calories or it was like, let me make a salad. But the salad was just like spinach. And then I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. I just, no wonder there's like no calories in this. I just did not know anything about nutrition. And so I moved in a lot of different ways. I tried tracking calories. I tried working with a personal trainer and she had me doing macros, which lasted about a week because I just did not understand it. And nor did I have like the time and energy to be recording every single bite that I was eating. I was teaching at a classroom of like 34 students, um, commuting, like, when you're a teacher, teachers, you know this, and parents, you know this too, like when you are responsible for another small human, um, you're constantly, your mind is thinking like 8 million different decisions. So to think about like, oh, let me stop and record how many calories are in this thing that I'm about to eat. Like it just, no, no, it just didn't happen. Um, but then I, so I did, I tried ca- counting calories, tried doing macros, um, did the little 21 day fixed containers, which was really helpful because I learned like, ah, this is a serving of vegetables. It's not a sprinkle of spinach on your pizza. That's not a serving of vegetables. The serving of vegetables is an actual cup. Moved from 21 day fix to whole 30, um, did that on and off. That didn't really work out that well, but did learn something from it. So that's the great thing is that I did learn a lot from all of the different ways of eating. And I learned that uh, you need to eat plants and protein. I think that those are like the two big things that I learned from whole 30 and from 21 day fix is you need to eat plants and protein. Um, the problem that I came to is that doing whole 30 and doing clean eating, um, I was hyper obsessed, like so obsessed and also like really judgmental, like looking at how other people ate and like just judging anyone that ate anything that was processed. Like, Oh my gosh, you don't care about your body. You don't care about health. Um, like coming from this like superior stance, like, Oh, you know, like, I can't believe you're eating that just a little gross, but also in doing that, like being hyper obsessed with clean eating and with, uh, food, um, it was really isolated. You cannot go out and have a normal conversation with your friends at a restaurant when you're constantly thinking about the ingredients in the food. And also not even just when I was clean eating, but like there was a time like with the, the track, the tracking calories went back to that for a little bit too. But it was like, I was constantly thinking how many calories are in this thing that I'm about to eat? Like, is this going to push me over to what I'm supposed to be at? Like constantly. So just like 
hyper obsessed with food. And then you go back to like, Hey, I'm doing this thing to be healthy and I'm being healthy kind of, but now I'm just constantly thinking about food and if I should or shouldn't be eating that. So I don't know how healthy that actually is, but yeah, so I feel very isolated. Um, it, it was not an enjoyable experience to go out with friends. Um, it was not enjoyable to go to my parents' house. That was one of the biggest triggers for stress and anxiety was like worrying about the food that was going to be at their house and like what I was allowed to eat or not allowed to eat. And then sometimes just binging and going crazy because I had not been around this food for so long. And I knew like, oh my gosh, when I leave here, uh, I'm not going to be able to have this again. I don't keep these foods in my house. And I would, I, I would like binge and pig out. And it wasn't like a good situation. I also remember during that time, which I would, oh, you know, I'm, um, I'm not eating carbs. No, I'm eating carbs, but I'm not eating meat. And I was vegan for a while and not for ethical reasons, but because I thought not eating meat will make me skinny. So I'm just going to eat vegetables. But like, um, it was really confusing for my parents and probably stressful for them. And I remember, I remember like, once I decided I'm not doing all this bullshit anymore, um, but my parents didn't know that yet, like, but arriving to their house and then being like, what can you eat? Like, we don't know what you can eat. Can you eat this? And me having to be like, Hey, I'm sorry that I was so annoying and just complicated. I like, it was very complicated what I was and was not allowed to eat. Um, I'm sorry for that. Like I can eat whatever you have is fine. As long as there's some vegetables here with whatever you're about to make for dinner, I will be fine. That's kind of the, that's kind of what, like, as long as there's vegetables, I will be fine. I should get that written somewhere. As long as there's vegetables, I will be fine. Um, But I would swing from this clean eating back to the standard American diet, which was kind of where I was at before. So before I started all of this stuff, standard American diet, um, SAD, S-A-D, a lot of processed foods, a lot. I told you about the, the crackers, the 100 calorie pack of crackers, um, uh, lots of bread, lots of, I don't know, even like when I thought I was being healthy, it was like a lean pocket. Well, okay. There's not like a lot of nutritional value in a lean pocket or like pizza puffs or, um, what do you call those? Yeah. The, the little pizza pockets, uh, hot, hot packets. No, no, no. Oh, pizza rolls, pizza rolls. Right. So just a lot of processed food and also like how I was eating this stuff, right. It's very rushed. Um, grab and go in the car, eating in the car, um, on lunch breaks as a teacher, like, uh, eating while you're making copies or like eating while you're stressed out and like complaining about something like it, it was not a good feeling, um, while I was eating that way. And I felt gross, like felt gross from that food, the stopping in McDonald's and getting French fries on the way home, um, eating, you know, lots of pizza, lots of cookie dough, like eating packages of cookie dough felt gross, felt gross in my body, felt gross in my head. Um, and the only thing that I really saw out there. So I would like, if I was here, it's like something like this. If it's, it it would be swinging from standard American diet, sad to some form of clean, clean eating or hyper obsession around tracking and measuring. There was like, not like, it was like, that was it. You're either doing this or you're doing that. And when I look back, you know, hindsight is 2020, but I was like, yeah, I would do this swing, this triangle really, where I was super authoritarian, where it's strict boundaries, strict structure, and very low freedom when it came to food. 
And then I would be like, oh my gosh, you've been, you know, you've been working so hard, give yourself a break. And it would be a little bit permissive. And I would swing down to here permissive where there was not really boundaries, not really structure, but I would eventually feel resentment because I was moving over here. It's neglectful, where there's no boundaries, no structure, and just a lot of guilt and just feeling gross. And so I would do this triangle and I see people doing this too, doing this triangle over and over again. I didn't know that there was something else out there. And I had to do a lot of work on this, like this triangle that I'm doing between authoritarian, permissive and neglectful. It does not feel good. I don't want this for the rest of my life. I want to stop thinking about food. I want to just be able to eat normally. I just want, you know, like healthy eating to just be a part of me. But it's not like that's my identity. Like that's the healthy eater. We have to make like all of these accommodations for her. Like I just want it to feel normal and not be a thing, like not being my uh, identifying characteristic. And so I needed to come up with something that was authoritative, where I have boundaries, I have structure, and I also have freedom. And so that is how Imperfect Eating came into play. Imperfect Eating and the five Ps. So I do say the five Ps because my wonderful husband will jokingly be eating a pizza and be like, oh, look, I'm Imperfect Eating. I'm having pizza. And it's like, well, no, 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 not just pizza, like (laughs) pizza and plants. Remember the thing we said about vegetables. Imperfect eating for me is the solution that I came up with to solve the problem of swinging from clean eating to the standard American diet. This swing happening over and over and over again, I need some sort of combination of the two. I need to, you know, do the things that I need to do for my body and have a little fun in my life. And so imperfect eating in the five piece. So that is we get the plants and protein from the clean eating. We get that. And then we also get a little bit of the processed fun food from the standard American diet. Um, plenty of water. I always have water with me everywhere I go. Always have water with me. And then the last thing, the plate it. So plants, protein, a little bit of processed fun food, plenty of water, and then plate it. The plate it solves the problem of the rushing around that so many of us do. Not taking time to sit down and eat a meal. Not giving ourselves that 10 minutes, that those 15 minutes to sit down and like actually eat this meal and enjoy it and like be mindful of what you're eating. We're so used to just scarfing it down. That is just this, you know, this modern way of living. And it's so silly. It's so weird. It's like we, we advance so much in our society and then doing that has created so many other, so many like modern problems. Um, So plating it is something to stop feeling rushed to like actually be chill for a minute um, and eat it. Eat this. Eat the thing. See what you're eating. See what your money, the money that you've been working so hard to make, and then use that money to buy something. Like actually be mindful about how you're consuming this um, and enjoy what you're consuming. Um, imperfect eating in the five Ps. It is the solution to feeling gross. So I no longer feel gross from binging. I no longer feel gross from, I don't know, being in my head too much. Um, I get to feel good. I get to feel good in my head and in my body. Um, It's intentional. This is intentional eating. Uh, I have seen a lot, if you have been on Instagram at all, and you followed anyone who talks about intuitive eating. um, For me, I... If oh just eat whatever, just eat whatever. That felt very permissive. 
And I see so many posts of people like talking about intuitive eating and they're like, that's okay. You can have cake for breakfast. You can have cake for lunch and for dinner. And it's like, really? Like not having any structure, you're going to get to that neglect and then get to like, oh, I should probably do something that's super strict to solve this. So this is intentional eating. Imperfect eating is intentional. It's not just, oh, whatever. And I do want to say there is a book about intuitive eating. I highly recommend it. It's a pretty big book. And nowhere in that book do they say, go ahead and just eat cake for every meal. They never say that, but that's just like what has been portrayed on social media. But I understand, like, if you have been um, very authoritarian, uh, authoritarian, you're swinging over to here where you're being very primitive because it's just, I don't know, like, you need to balance that out. You've, you've been under such high rules that you're like, I need freedom. I get it. But I don't think that that you're going to find that eventually you're going to get to this place where you're like, okay, cool. I need to be intentional about the structure that I'm putting in place. It doesn't feel so good to eat cake for breakfast. Uh, I'm allowed to have cake after dinner, but it doesn't feel good in my head or in my body to have it. So yeah, it's intentional, but by being intentional, um, I don't get that neglect. And I also never... I'm never obsessed with food. I'm never obsessed with food. Um, While everyone else is looking at Noom and keto and tracking macros and tracking calories and starting a new round of Whole30, um, I never have to do that. I never have to be obsessed with food again because I just intentionally eat all of the time. And again, it's not, there's not a lot of thought around this. This has really become a part of just who I am and how I do things. I don't have to it's just, it's just how I eat. I don't know. Um, the other benefits I get to participate in life. When I go to my parents' house, there isn't a lot of stress and anxiety about food uh, and what what's in their cabinets. You know, are they going to have something for me? Going back to as long as there's vegetables, I will be fine. Whatever you're making, I will find something to eat and I will feel, I'll feel fine. Whatever restaurant we go to, um, I don't have to check the menu ahead of time because I know that I can get something. Whatever is there, I will figure something out to eat. I will, it'll be fine. I never have to worry. I can get a side salad and get a side of vegetables. You know, if we're getting a burrito, I can have half the burrito and have some salad. We did that the other day. I can't remember what we got. Oh, hot dogs. <laughs> we're in Chicago. We got hot dogs. But I like made a side salad and then had my hot dog and some of the fries, right? I wasn't able to do that before. That's something that I can have in my life. So I get to participate in life. I can have some of that, you know, some of that standard American diet, some of that processed food. Um, I don't have to feel isolated. Uh, This is, I get to participate and do the things and be around the people and have the experiences that I want. And also the other big thing about life, like for us, like when we are allowed to travel again, I want to be a traveler. That is something I want to travel and I want to explore and I want to taste things and I want to experience different cultures. I never have to worry about food while we are traveling because I have, I'm very intentional about the way that I eat. So I know like when we were in Thailand for three weeks, like I knew to look out, look for vegetables. I knew to look for fruit. I was still able to participate and eat like really amazing different foods, but like, I still had that thing where I was taking care of my body and I had energy and I was not just eating a ton of fried food because I knew I was going to feel gross. Um, that used to be a thing too. Like we would do road trips and it's like the first stop, first stop, we're going to stop at the gas station and fill up on Twizzlers and Pringles and combos. And it's like, great. Now we've arrived to the hotel. I feel disgusting because of food. I need to take a nap. Now I'm missing out on life. 
right? So there was a lot of missing out on life happening when I was doing the standard American diet. And there was a lot of missing out on life when I was hyper obsessed with food. This being intentional about how I eat, it is that structure. It is that balance. There's structure and boundaries, but this creates freedom for me. I can go out and participate in life and experience things. Um, the last thing, there's no more searching. There's no more searching for plans and not looking for the perfect diet. Ah, which is the diet for me? I was at um, uh, FedEx Kinko's printing something uh, to send to clients and they have like books up there. And um, there was this one book, like 50 different diets. And, you know, which is the right one for your body? Um, I was under this idea in my head too, like, I just have to find the right plan for my body. I got to find the one that's going to give me this immediate transformation over 30 days. What's that right plan for my body? No, that's not what it was. It was, Hey, we, we all need to eat plants and protein and we all need to cut down on the processed food that we're eating. And it doesn't have to be this big complicated manual about how we should eat. We should just like approach our meal hey, am I eating something that was grown in the ground, something that is actually food, um, something that you could have found 100 years ago, and is most of the food I'm eating doesn't even come with the label. That's something great that I learned from Whole30. You know, when you when you eat a vegetable, you don't need a label on the pepper. It's, it's just a pepper. There's no other ingredients. It's just a pepper. But also, I want to be able to have some dried cranberries or some salad dressing with that salad, something that's a little bit fun. But yeah, I don't have to search for plans. So while everyone is, oh, should I join Noom again? Should I do this? Should, what's this new What's this new plan that's going to come out? I get to bypass that. I Like, cool. I don't have to do that because I have the way that I go about things. And this is just a part of who I am. This is how I've been eating for the last five years. Sure, I might make some shifts. I might change some things. Like I've noticed, I think especially being at home, it was like um, drinking a lot of coffee. It was like drinking a lot of coffee because that's something fun to do. And then I kind of was like, hey, looks like maybe we need some a little bit of structure around the coffee drinking, maybe just one or two cups a day. But going beyond that, it's not actually helping you. You need to have some structure on there and not let yourself just have coffee at 4 p.m. Like you need some structure that doesn't feel good when you do that. Um, Or I know that like there were times that we were going out, like especially at the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, there's nothing to do. We would go to McDonald's and like get French fries. Like I wasn't like pigging out, but it was like something fun to do, something out of the house. And then it was like, hey, you don't really need French fries every day. Um, You don't need to be spending money on food that you don't even like. That could be money that you're putting in the bank so that when the world opens up, you can go and travel and do fun things, right? So there was some structure that needed to happen there. It's like, cool, you know, this was uh, permissive. Like, it's okay, it's okay. And then it got kind of neglectful. And then instead of going back to like, you're never allowed to eat out, it's like, let's put some boundaries and structure. Hey, you guys are allowed to eat out once a week and you can go get dessert once a week. But like beyond that, no, we need some structure on here because it's not helping you feel good. But that's it. There was no, there was no like over the top plan. Oh, you know, you can't, you can't ever eat out or you can't spend any money on this thing. No, it's like, Hey, let's scale back a bit. Let's put in some structure here where you didn't have it before, but you kind of need it now because everything's a shit show right now. Um, but that is, that is how and why I do imperfect eating. Again, imperfect eating 
is the system for self-care that I came up with. It's a solution to the problem that I was having, where I was swinging from being hyper obsessed with food to being really neglectful with food and wanting to feel good and not gross. And perfect eating helps me. Imperfect eating, the five P's, it works while I am at home, it isolated in our home, uh, you, right? During the pandemic, it works if I go to a family member's house when the pandemic is over. It works when we travel. It works when I go anywhere. All I have to look for is, some, is for, for vegetables. And I'll know there's some protein and processed food. I know that. But I will have to look for some vegetables. And if there aren't any vegetables available, I just look for some fruits and I make sure. Or I bring, I bring my own vegetables. I, I, I always bring baby carrots and hummus on road trips. Um, and I bring my little tub of amazing grass greens. Um, but that's, I mean, this, again, having this, these boundaries and this structure, being intentional about this, this actually creates freedom for me because I can participate in life. I no longer have to not participate. Yep. So that's how and why I do imperfect eating. I hope that is helpful for you. I hope that you can take something, some little nugget, something that you heard from today and take it and, and make it your own, like make it your own so that it works for you. The, the point of all of this is not to do life exactly how I do life, but like, okay, cool. Here's what I learned from her. her here's how I'm going to take it and make it my own. Same thing that I did from with 21 Day Fix and with Whole30. I took the principles that I needed from those programs and then I morphed them into what I actually need to solve my problems. Um, and now I can live my life. So, yep, take what you need. And then remember... The new Systems for Self-Care Facebook group is open. If you're not in there, make sure you click the link to join. If you're watching this, uh, there should be a link in the show notes or uh, the podcast or um, in my Instagram profile. Um, You can join the Systems for Self-Care Facebook group. In there, I'm going to have live trainings. We're actually going to do some self-care sessions together. I'm super excited about it. I will see you in the next one. Take care. Bye.